Well, hey there, fellow Sojourners, and welcome back to another edition of Appropriate in the Culture. On today's episode, we discuss the upcoming film Snow Off-White and the multiracial, gender-diverse carnies. I'm Pastor Shane, I'll be your mirror mirror on the wall today as we appropriate some culture. So if you're unaware, the creative juggernauts at Disney are making a live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which is not to be confused with Snow White and the Huntsman. That's universal. But what isn't universal is love for the grim fairy tale, as every single creative decision was made in direct opposition to Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, starting with casting. A self-congratulating Disney proudly announced back in June of 2021 that Snow White would be played by a half-Columbian Latina, which is maybe a little strange because Snow White is called Snow White in the fairy tale because her skin is described as being literally as white as snow. Against the pushback, the casting director responded, I do live in Los Angeles, but I've been to New York, so I've seen snow. And to be fair, it's not the worst Snow White casting because Mirror Mirror, let's be real, Kristen Stewart was at best the third Ferris in just the cast. But the progressive casting of Snow White as Off-White wasn't progressive enough, and professional little person Peter Dinklage criticized the use of dwarves. Peter Dinklage is criticizing Disney's live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, accusing the studio of double standards and calling on Disney to reassess the entire project. Yeah, while the cast is racially diverse, uh, with Latina actress Rachel Ziegler playing Snow White, Peter called out the other damaging stereotypes seen elsewhere in the story as he spoke on Mark Maron's WTF podcast. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on, I gotta say, from being a somebody who's a little bit unique, front row seat to some... Really? Like what? Like what do you see? Well, you know, it's really progressive to... Um, cast uh, uh literally no offense to anything but i was a little taken back by the very very they're very proud to cast a, a latino actress as snow white yeah but you're still telling the story of snow, still white, snow white yeah seven dwarves sure so, look, take, take a step back and look at what you're doing there yeah i know that makes no sense to me but oh so what, you what, be, you're progressive in one way and then but you're still making that backward Oh, story of about- <laughs> seven dwarves living in a cave. To get, what the f- are you doing, man? We, you know, have I have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. Now I can understand why Peter Dinklage would assume that even on a soapbox he would still be overlooked. But he wasn't. As recent cast photos reveal, six little actors were told to take a hike and you need not apply because Peter Dinklage hath spoken. After all, having work is belittling to little people. Progress. But the photos caused so much mockery that Disney put out a statement saying that the photos were fake. Then they had to backtrack. They were not so much fake as unofficial. But officially, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves will not feature seven dwarves, but one little person, a female, a couple of minorities, and some dudes who raided their mother's closet. It's a little less catchy of a title, so they're going to stick with misnomer. But pigmentation and height is not the only adjustment coming to the Disney remake, as the actress explains... And you were bringing a modern edge to it on stage. What do you mean by that? 
I just mean that it's no longer 1937, and we absolutely wrote a Snow White that she's is not going to be yeah, saved by the prince. She's not going to be saved by the prince, and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be, and the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true. And so it's just a really incredible story for I think young people everywhere to see themselves in. Snow White is running for president. <laughs> I'm launching my campaign. Yes, Snow White is a modern woman. She don't need no man. She don't want no man. It's not 1937, which is good to know because I've been writing the wrong year on my checks. No, actually, it's more like 1337, you know, a period of knights and castles and bows and arrows and less feminism. But this is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs for a modern audience. And by modern audience, I mean an audience that hates everything about Snow White. Which seems a little baffling, right? Who is this film for? Who is the person who is excited to see this, who just loves Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but never really loved, you know, Snow White, or the Seven Dwarves, or the plot? See, the thing is, the creators behind this film hate everything about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. They hate Snow White's pigment, they hate her character, they hate her motives, they hate the time period, they hate the dwarves, they hate the premise, they hate the conceit, they hate everything about it. So why are they making it? That's like asking me to write the screenplay to the Tom Brady biopic, which I would do, tenderly telling the story of Tom Brady being born in San Mateo, California to Mr. and Mrs. Satan, and following his journey as he ascends the heights of the NFL by bribing referees, and how he bravely overcame a physical affliction in which he would uncontrollably poop his pants after every win, played by Steve Buscemi, because it's for a modern audience. So the obvious question is, if you don't like Snow White, then why don't you make something else? Now, of course, there's a business answer. Name recognition matters, and familiar IP is a more certain way to make a buck. But these are creative people. It can't just be all a paycheck. And if it were just about a paycheck, well, then why not just do a beat-for-beat live-action remake of the Disney classic like other hollow corporate shills? The purpose behind the film is not creation, but deconstruction, in the same way that serial killers deconstruct small animals. The allure for the filmmakers is religious iconoclasm, no different than the destruction of cultural heritage by the Islamic State, and motivated for the same reason. The West's cultural heritage is incompatible with wokeism, and so in whatever means or way or method, it must be replaced. Like George Orwell said in 1984, every record has been destroyed or falsified, every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day in minute by minute, history has stopped. Or as Karl Marx purportedly said, take away the heritage of a people and they are easily conquered. So statues are toppled or removed, history is falsified with things like Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States and the 1619 Project, Columbus Day becomes Indigenous Peoples Day, every traditional institution is hollowed out, marriage redefined, gender roles subverted, and every story must be reimagined for the modern era. The fables and myths that originate from the West are a part of our cultural heritage, which is precisely why they want to replace it. They hate our cultural heritage as much as the Islamic State hates any cultural site that isn't rooted in Islam and destroys it for essentially the same reason. Why sign on to do an adaptation from a source material that you hate everything about? Well, there's really only one reason, so that you can supplant it. Cultural heritage destruction is the point. Well, that's it for today. As always, if you like what we're doing here, like, subscribe, leave a five-star review or a comment, follow me on the major socials, join my author's Facebook page. I have a major announcement coming up, so stay tuned for that. And I'll see you next time for more Appropriate in the Culture. Mm -hmm.